Welcome back to another episode of Being an Artist this is fucking, fucking killing me. me. I hope you guys all had an awesome holiday. Happy New Year. Happy 2019. I hope your pants fit tighter. And hopefully you didn't have to deal with too many awkward comments or questions from your parents asking you, how many times did you have to explain what you do for a living, Corinne? Um, well, I was at a wedding, so I had to explain it multiple times. Oh, I love that. To people being like, oh, do you like Toronto? Yeah. What are you doing there? Explain to me your career. Um, How are you saving for your 401k? <laughs> How's your student loans doing? I don't know. Stop <laughs> asking. I'm just going to drink this red wine and sit over here. Exactly. I'm going to go dance with a six-year-old because it's <laughs> way funner. Yes. So we hope you guys all had a great holiday and now you're back on your routine. Yep. It is January. So you know what that means? We hope everybody is rushing to get those grant applications in. Yep. We bid you good luck and for the odds <laughs> to be ever in your favor. <laughs> um, quick congratulations to our friends at Rock Bottom Movement, Aria mm-hmm. Evans for the Go To Company, and La Femme Cabaret, who were nominated for the My Entertainment World Critics pick. If you're interested in showing some love, you can tweet them, you can send them an email, um, find it all on their website. It's like the first little option to click as soon as you go to myentertainmentworld.com. Yeah. Yeah. And congratulations to them. That's so awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. Some great shows. Oh, also uh, Frog and Hands of the Fall, another beautiful show. Yep. I forgot to mention. Um, and if you guys haven't heard already, Hub 14 has a new home. Yep. Queen Street West. 910 Queen Street West. Great. How was your holiday? It was good. It was the first time I've went home to Alberta in, I think, two years. So it was nice. It's always nice to be at my parents' house. Yeah. And it was a very relaxing Christmas because it was only my immediate family. Like, it was only my mom and my dad and my two siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister's boyfriend, but he's like... He is family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just, like, lives there, so it's fine. Right. <laughs> um, so that was nice and relaxing and, you know, ate lots of food and... Drank lots of drinks and constantly, like, with a Baileys and coffee in your hand. I love that. The no shame <laughs> drinking in the morning is my oh, favorite. Yeah. And when they don't even ask, they just, like, can't do a coffee and then just, like, glug, glug, glug. Yeah. It's Baileys in there. Great. It's I 9 a.m., but okay. <laughs> I am now, after, like, three weeks of that, I am now on the face mask and salad diet <laughs> for the next couple weeks. And you won't find me at the bar. No, no, because no. I am going to be alcohol free for a couple weeks. <laughs> Just getting everything back on track. Yeah, we need to get back on track here. Just need to sleep better. Even though yeah. I always live in track pants because I'm a dancer, duh. But mm-hmm. I would like to fit into my jeans again. Yeah, <laughs> ah, jeans. Um, today we have the lovely Lisa Lobsinger. Woo! Yeah, you guys have heard from her before. Um, we interviewed her a couple weeks with her lovely partner, and we hope you guys enjoy this episode. Yeah. I think it's really great. Yeah. It's short and sweet, but we got to see their barn. She took us on a little tour of the property that they now have, so it's a little bit more casual and it's really lovely. Yeah. Here we go. And if you need any other updates, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. Yeah. Um, We're you guys here. will be hearing from us. <laughs> Throughout the year, we got some big plans, and I know we keep saying that. Eventually, we're going to drop some hints. Eventually, um, we're going to do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's get going. Great. Are you guys going to build a deck here? Like a yeah, we're going to do a deck all the way around. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, what I'd like to do is have like a little summer room so it's enclosed mm. because of bugs. and Yes. Like a screened-in porch? Yeah. So nice. All right. 
great. Alright, we'll see if it's done. I'm out. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Alright, see you later. Yeah. Uh, great. Crazy how warm it is. So different than yesterday. Yeah. Half as snowy. I almost don't need my new winter jacket. It's like the <laughs> first time in weeks that I haven't been like hunched over because I'm so cold. Yeah. It looks great, your new jacket. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It's a good one. Do you feel good about the, the money you spent on it? I do. Lifetime warranty, right? How much? <laughs> well, I sold one jacket. Be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's actually not that uh, bad. Jackets and boots right. are worth If the you're money. Canadian, yeah. doesn't yeah. matter. Like I sold one of mine. So this one was 380 340 with tax. And then, three, sorry, 340 and then. Nothing wrong with that, man. Which isn't bad. Mountain Equipment Co op, lifetime warranty. Yeah. Yep. I think that's smart great. move. It's long. Oh, recyclable material. Oh. oh, great. Made in Canada. That's great. It's not down? No. I don't know. Something. Yes. Kind of seems like it would be down. It, it looks, looks so light. light. The lady was telling me all these huh. features. Hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> as though I could tell if it was down or not just by squishing it. I was, like, impressed. <laughs> uh, don't know. Still don't yes. know. It's still squishy. I actually yeah. don't really know what down Definitely is. squishy. <laughs> I like that it's like a matte too, because I didn't, you know how like moms have these jackets, but they're like the shiny material. Yeah. Yep. I didn't want it to look like that. You didn't want to look like a, a mom? mom jacket. What? You didn't want a mom jacket? No. <laughs> Although Danica told me the other day I looked like a trendy mom. So. <laughs> nice. Like if you're going to be a mom, it's a trendy guys. mom, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look at how misty it is. It's beautiful. Look at this barn. On our last property, fog was such a, a common like constant thing that happened and we almost never see it up here oh yeah so pretty oh let me take a little photo of this one second yeah. so how you guys have owned this property for how long lisa uh since not this past september this september four. Oh. september 15th yeah so a year and a bit nice yeah did renovations start right away yeah like immediately mm. it was just like get everything out <laughs> right it was a it was a dump. Uh, were you you weren't living in it when you started renovations? No, we were lucky enough to be able to stay at our last place until March twentieth okay. or so. So it was lots of driving. It's a, it's an hour back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So lots of driving every single day, renovating, and in the winter it's <sighs> sort of like like you get here at nine. Yeah. And then you leave at four because we didn't have any power in the house. Right. No lights, no heat. It was pretty depressing. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> pretty, even thinking about it, I was just like, ugh, just bummed out all of a sudden. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be amazing one day. It's so, going to be amazing. Yeah. so beautiful. I to also totally thought you were joking about a pool, but there's a pool. <laughs> Where? Oh, yeah. You, in the in-ground pool. You did see oh, yeah. We'll show oh, you on our way back. I didn't see it, yeah. That was one of the big reasons why we, why we bought the place because it's like in-ground pool i'm such a swimmer too yeah and uh it's gonna be like a little beautiful grotto area nice yeah, yeah it's gonna be awesome it must be like hard Ooh. to work oh fuck yeah um like <laughs> we work have a and do renovations yet. at the same time yeah exhausting uh to be honest paul did 99 percent of the renovating yeah i'm the beautifier you know there's not so much you can do as a uh, unskilled laborer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is Paul right. a laborer? Or has he been in the past? 
No, Paul's the skilled laborer. Goodness, I'm the unskilled laborer. Wow. Oh my God. There's a boat in here. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> this is beautiful. When Can we live. film in here? Careful while you're, while you're walking around. <laughs> Careful where Just because there's some yeah. holes mainly over okay. there. Okay. Just sort of stay. Don't go too far. <laughs> we could do a movie in here. It's awesome, Can eh? we? This is, of course I'm you like can. in love with it. This is amazing. We this actually have stunning. some Mennonites coming to fix that giant hole in the ground at some point. They're going to call us on a phone. Wow. I don't yeah. want to fall because it's dangerous, but it, I also think it would be very funny if I did fall. <laughs> uh, I would just kind of stay right there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's this deal with this boat? This, uh, this is Paul's brother's boat. Okay. This is what happens when you have a barn. People are like, oh, can I store all my stuff there? <laughs> uh, yeah, he got this sail. He's super into sailing wow. and lives on uh, in on uh, Lake Huron. Mm-hmm. So made sense for him to get a boat. But where do you store it? In, the in your brother's in the barn. barn. In your brother's yeah. barn. It's beautiful so in here. Or Once it's all fixed, are you planning to like do something with the space or just like... We have lots of uh, dreams and potential things that may or may not happen. Mm-hmm. Like, ideally, we just we want to preserve it because it's a piece of history. It's totally. like a beautiful. Especially after Paul Bank all barns that are not, you know, they fall it. down all the time. Yeah. 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 Um, one day a studio. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, nothing sounds better than wood. Totally. It'd be yeah. so nice. It smells so good in here, too. Yeah. It yeah. smells like the wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's great. It would be so amazing to, like, record and to film in here. Exactly. And then I've, thought, I've thought about shows. We've, we've actually already done a music video for our friends, My Father's Son. Yeah. So they did a video. We sort of set them up right here. Oh, wow. And I haven't seen it yet, but it looked beautiful while it was happening. Um, it was funny, actually, the... The day that they were filming, we had, like, a massive burn pile Mm -hmm. that was, like, probably six times the size that it should have been. Because we just kept, because it was winter when we were, like, gutting the house, we didn't see the original burn pile, which was maybe six feet by six feet. Our burn pile ended up, just because we couldn't see where the outline was, probably 25 feet by 25. Like, it was... (laughs) So terrifying, <laughs> but it was funny that they were filming a music video, so they got some awesome shots of like this terrifying fire in front of a barn. <laughs> Barns are great for film. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, check out the bird's nest. I was just going to ask, is that a bird's nest? That's a bird's nest. What kind of bird? Do you know? Do you what kind anything? of what kind of bird can build that? Well, uh, there eagle. were... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a bald eagle. <laughs> uh, we don't know, because it was here when we bought the place, uh, but a family of ravens moved in for a little while. Great. Yeah. And they've since gone. But what's cool is uh, there's barn swallows that come back every single year, and they live downstairs. And they're just like fly around mm. shit all over the place but it's like they come back to this barn every single year isn't it amazing you, yeah. did you live on a farm in calgary no 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 i lived in the city my mom's family they're all farmers mm. yeah so like what was the reason for 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 farm like was there, just to not be in a city so much? to be honest yeah just to like be in the country mm-hmm 
like we're not farmers. We garden and we make music. <laughs> you know, like we don't like we every person that we meet up here, they're like, so what are you going to do with the barn? We're like, try and keep it standing. Yeah. But the thing about barns is you want to have animals in it. That's mm-hmm. the like, especially in the winter because they heat it up. Right. You know, they sort of like they keep it healthy. So get a few little sheep. There, a couple. Girls. Yeah. That'd yeah. Cute. Yeah. What kind of animals do you want to get? I'm into that. Uh, I was romanticizing goats, but apparently they, they're jerks and they will eat like your license plate off of your car. Like they just, they have no limit. (laughs) (laughs) They're so cute. I had like pet goats from like stuffed animal goats from when I was little. I just love them. Oh really? Ah, yeah. They're pretty adorable, man. Yeah. No, I think one day we'll get a couple of animals. You're, you're bound though. Yes. If you live on a farm. There's no vacations. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you have animals, this is what your life is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm totally happy with that, but it's... I got to go see my mom sometimes, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think one day when we're a little bit more like, you know, firm footed in the totally. land. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get started in music? In Calgary? In Calgary? I started yeah. in choirs, actually. Oh. Church yeah. choirs? Uh, nope, not church. Um, my mom, super smart and so giving, uh, uh, enrolled me in the Mount Royal Children's Choir when I was 11 or 12. And so I, I think it was twice a week would go and sing with that choir. And then in high school started with the Lord Beaverbrook Choir, my amazing teacher, Mike Gardner and Mr. Sackage, who was my band teacher, uh, were just so, you know what I think? I think they saw somebody who loved music. Yeah. You know? And you had that natural ability behind you. Well, and training, mm-hmm. you know? It was like I I'd never had private training, anything like that, but it was just like, yeah, starting in choirs was life-changing for me because singing with other people, mm-hmm. surrounded by voices is the most powerful, it's the most powerful thing I've ever felt, mm-hmm. you know, that moment where everyone's locking. Yeah. It's amazing. I think that's why I write the way that I do, which is like five of me, like everything's <laughs> a harmony. There's the melody, but there's no melody without all the harmonies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, that comes from, from choir for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel that right away or was that something that happened with experience? Like after being in bands and playing live, you always came back to that. Yeah, everything's always, everything's always been a harmony. Um, yeah, like when I would listen to music when I was a kid, my favorite band was The Carpenters, <laughs> which is everyone's like, you're kidding, right? <laughs> like, no, that was the, like, not the first CD I bought. The first CD I bought was uh, Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah. Tape, sorry. Um, but anytime I've listened to music, still to this day when I listen to music, mm-hmm. I'm singing a harmony. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not singing the melody. I'm singing along and, you know, creating something with it. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like that's very much a part of what music is supposed to sound like in my brain. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So would you consider yourself a soloist or would you consider yourself only a band member? Uh, both. Totally both. Yeah. yeah. Because I love being a part of a team because that's what being in a band is like. 
or a choir is like is you feel like you're on a team. Yeah. But I very much, especially when it comes to writing, I need to be alone, like all by myself, door, maybe a little <laughs> bit dark, you know, a little moody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So I definitely consider myself both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of those things give me the same satisfaction, you know, mm-hmm. but playing live is not my favorite thing to do at all. Mm-hmm. I find it like it, it doesn't satisfy me in the same way as writing satisfies oh, me. Interesting. Yeah. I don't get the like thing from the audience that a lot of people talk about. Right. Like I maybe a few times have felt that magic, but that's yeah. so interesting because yeah. a lot of people go into, you know, entertainment because of that relationship with the audience and that high you get. Yeah. That's right. not ever been my experience. Like I don't love playing live. Yeah. Did you have like a bad experience when you were younger? No, or? no. It's just like not, it's not why I do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. I do it because it feels good. And when it feels, when I'm alone, it feels the best. Mm -hmm. Or recording with other people feels the best. But as soon as there's an audience there, it, I think it loses the intimacy Hmm. for me. When you were, when you were playing with, or any band that you've ever played with, um, was it more terrifying playing in front of hundreds of people or did you enjoy the most intimate settings where it was just a bar and there was like 30 people there or two people there? You know? I oddly <laughs> find the, like the least amount of people yeah. to be more terrifying. Oh, like, like playing with broken. We played, you know, giant festivals in front yeah. of however many thousands of people. And that to me, I would, I wouldn't be nervous. I'm just like, okay, we're playing this giant thing. Like, you like you can't focus on one person. It's just a sea. Whereas in a bar, mm-hmm. you can see everyone and you notice everyone's expression. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know if it's just me, but you you really want to not necessarily impress people, but you want to make people you want to make sure they're having a good time. You want to see a reaction exactly. Yeah. So you can ignore that in front of fifteen thousand people, right? Or not ignore it intentionally, but just kind of forget about that and. You know, it's a bit of a disconnect because because you, you're not focusing on just mm-hmm. a few people. Mm-hmm. You're like, seems like everyone's having a good time. <laughs> you know, like, great. Whereas in like a quiet bar, you're like, why is that guy talking? <laughs> What's he saying? <laughs> is he talking about the yeah. mistake I just made or whatever? You know what I mean? And I'm sure like overanalyzing any moment that people like, leave to watch to go get a drink or yeah like oh was this a bad moment in the performance yeah was this like yeah and then you immediately get scared and well it's like what we were talking about last night with uh toronto shows where it's just like no one is having fun right now <laughs> so weird to me yeah and like surprises me so it might much. be an indie rock thing you know yeah. there's a lot of attitude in indie rock man there's a lot of judgment really like like i said when i played shambhala like it dance music if you're going to see like a if everyone's dancing yeah the place is lifted totally. you know it's mm-hmm. there's yeah there's a lot of attitude with indie rock and i mean like i worked in record stores for years and my joke was always like the people standing in front of the alternative section yeah. with their arms crossed talking about like which wilco record was the best or like 
spilled to spill, like, <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're okay, I guess, or like, yeah, it's just, I think like, there's like a what? lot of weird, in terms <laughs> like, of like music, that happens yeah. a lot. There's yeah. like a lot of weird, like, pretentious, pretentious around like, which, oh, for sure, which band you like, oh, you, you like Fleetwood Mac, <laughs> I yeah. know which type of person you are. Yeah, exactly, you know, like, like totally, yeah. to categorize, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, for sure, man. I think it's funny. I think it's funny, but I also think it's interesting. It's like a type of person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm totally categorizing all those people right now. Yeah. <laughs> Super unfairly. Um, I have a, talking a bit more about that, like, harmonization, we were just listening, actually, to Broken on the way up mm-hmm. because I, we were coming here. You can totally... Wait, wait. Did you write or did you help write anthems for a 17-year-old girl? No, that was before oh, me. Oh, interesting. Because That's Emily the Haynes. harmonizing in that would, the way that you yeah, were just talking yeah, yeah. about and the way you were writing, you would hear that would make sense to me that you yeah, yeah. that. Or you but what's funny is, so uh, I hadn't even met them before oh. and heard that record because I was working at Megatunes in Calgary. Yeah. And, oh, no, here's how the story goes. <laughs> I hadn't heard the record but got free tickets to go see them at Mount Royal College because mm-hmm. you get all these little kickbacks when you work in an indie record store. Mm-hmm. So I went and saw them and had my mind completely blown because I hadn't, I hadn't seen a rock band with a French horn player on stage <laughs> before. Yeah. And it was such an incredible show. Mm-hmm. Everything about it, like spoke to me and it was uh amy milan who was actually touring with them mm, okay. um at the time and she just killed it it was actually broken and stars it was a double bill and i left that show bought the record and couldn't stop listening to that record anthems for a 17 year old girl is such an incredible it's song. legendary song it's so too. great like, i remember being like yeah. 13 and hearing that and like, yeah everybody yeah. in prairie town was listening to that yeah song. yeah yeah, it's, it's incredible. such a great. It was an epic record. Yeah, for Canadian music for sure. Yeah, um, and then also used in a was... lot of like TV and movie. Oh stuff yeah, and... for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very honored to be able to sing that song later. It's cool because on stage, what they do is they use, or they used to, anyways, use a harmonist pedal. Oh, which okay. so you're just singing one line, yeah. and then Kevin would be at your feet, just like screwing with the <laughs> with the dials yeah it was it was kind of awesome they don't do that anymore um but what's really nice is when all the girls are together and mm-hmm. we all harmonize yeah it's pretty awesome it's a choir man yeah. yeah yeah when's the last time you sang with them uh this summer i did oh, a few yeah. shows with them yeah yeah and that's a band that just like alternates players right yeah just constantly so the core um they they're sort of like the meat and potatoes and then there's lots of people who kind of come in and out yeah is it like do they consider themselves a collective with like yeah. all of these people yeah yeah um, for sure when so like what was the time period for when you first listened to that record until you started playing with them so okay so funny story so i saw them play and it was maybe like six months later they came to town again and I was in a band called Reverie Sound Review at the time and I was like man I'd really love to open up for these guys so I like a total nerd brought a bunch of our EPs and I met them after the show and I was like we'd love to open up for you someday like please (laughs) and oddly they listened to it and then six months later called me to ask if I could go on the road with them Wow! play it like play a few shows but I couldn't because I was on tour with Reverie yeah Mm. So then, like, 
I'm just going to say six months because that's what I keep saying. Uh, six months later, they called me again to go to Toronto. And I thought I was like auditioning or something. That's what you thought. I thought that, yeah. Yeah. I was just, there was a plane ticket for me to arrive in Toronto at a certain time. And then there was like a rehearsal. But everything was really elusive. Like I didn't understand really what was happening. I just said yes. Mm-hmm. And... I showed up to the first rehearsal not having heard the new record and they're like, no, we're, we're going on tour in two weeks for a year. And I was like, what? Like you're going on tour. Yeah. (laughs) You should have sent me the record so I could like maybe know the songs that I'm supposed to be singing right now. It was a pretty hilarious situation. I gotta say it was like, because I had three jobs in Calgary at the time, you know, I, and I just called everyone and was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, this is what I'm doing right now. See you later. See ya. <laughs> and yeah. you just had your suitcase basically to go to Toronto, yeah. not to go on tour for... At that time in my... I was one of those girls who just brought all of your stuff, so yeah. that whole <laughs> that suitcase was situation was fine. Yeah. I'm not that same girl anymore, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty hilarious. That's great. The whole thing. So, yeah, and then we just toured for, like, a year and a half. Did you make, like, a conscious choice to not... Was it after the tour, a conscious choice not to... Well, you're still kind of singing with them, I guess. Yeah, but every once in a while. Yeah, did yeah. you make a conscious choice to leave, or is that how... Would you even say you left? No, it's... it's yeah. Like I said, it's like a revolving door sort of yeah. thing. Like, for me, I didn't... I don't want to tour. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tour like that, mm-hmm. you know? Um when you've done tours like that the first time it's like really exciting especially when you're 26 years old mm, yeah like this is the best i'm at like a christmas market in <laughs> germany yeah uh but you know i'm 37 now yeah. and that like i've i've done that many times so what so. was the choice to kind of was it just you just didn't want to I just tour. don't want to tour okay. yeah that's for you yeah yeah and that's when you moved to toronto yeah so after our first tour it was either, like I was saying last night, either uh, Vancouver or Toronto, and I chose Toronto. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. Did you, when yeah. you moved to Toronto, did you, because you had been in that band that was somewhat famous or doing pretty well, mm-hmm. did you feel like you had a little bit of, like a step up on some people being here? In a weird way, uh, no. Yeah. No. Although I do have to say, I could not find a waitressing job to save my life for the first two months that I moved to Toronto. Like, I had so many years yeah. of experience. But the day I put Broken Social Scene on my resume, because I was avoiding doing that because yeah. it's unrelated to serving, yeah. I got two phone calls and a job that day. That's so weird. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. Actually. I had a similar experience when I moved to Toronto looking for a serving job. job. Yeah. yeah. I've been doing this for, like, seven years. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Sling beers, and yeah. they're like, but I don't recognize any of these places yeah. on your resume. Yeah. And you're not from, like, yeah. it was hard for me. It's it was it's a hard weird. town to crack, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really hard town to crack. But once you do, then you find the magic. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. this town is pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. You just got to find your people. Yeah. Because it is all word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Was it hard having, having putting that on your resume and then having... Yeah, I felt really douchey yeah. having to have had to do that. And then you didn't want to like tell people, I'm sure, in the music industry or when you were playing at gigs that you were a part of it? Or did you take... I, I don't offer that information up. Yeah. You know, like I'll talk a, 
about my life experiences, mm-hmm. but I'm not one of those people who's like, I've yeah, heard this was like humble brag. I know. Yeah. I, I met Scott Speedman once. He was on my tour. I'm like not that person, yeah. even though I just told you, and that is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the sneaky brag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but mainly because I find that so like disgusting when people yeah. are like mm-hmm. name droppy. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, oh, okay. Great. I have categorized you now. <laughs> I have judged yeah. you. And you're a clear yeah. Matt listener yeah. and I've categorized you. Yeah. Writer. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Sparta's beautiful. Yeah. Isn't it awesome? It's yeah. Very, um we'll very feel better once the uh, <laughs> once the Mennonites show up and yeah. fix the floors for us. The Mennonites. <laughs> Couple cute little lambs. You you can I know. I know. <laughs> It'd be so cool to have a show in there. Just like, yeah, man. You know anything? We uh, did our buddy Mike um, in our last barn. Oh yeah, uh, Milos. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. He just did a like super quick like viral video thing. Yeah. But it looked so beautiful. Done it. Yeah, it was like barns are. They're awesome. I, there's something I think about just like an image that everybody recognizes that Mm -hmm. adds like nostalgia. That's like how I felt when we were doing Prairie Girl. I was like, yeah, weed is beautiful. Like it's not, it's like in your bones or Mm -hmm. expensive, but like feels good and like puts you in a place. Yeah. That is magical. You feel grounded. Yeah. Yeah. So grounded. It was great. And I feel like farms, barns, yeah. nature does it's that just, for a lot of people. I think, well, also because we're from smaller. Yes. You know? Yeah, it's true. We're, like, from there. Yeah, we're all very much connected to soil and grass. And yeah. Totally. That it really air. helped me when, uh, when we moved up here, when we finally were like, okay, we're living in a reno zone and feeling all of that anxiety. It's every day I go for a walk. Every single day. If I don't go for a walk... I feel bad. And I just walk up the road, look at the land, look at the flowers, look at what's happened since yesterday, see a few deer maybe. And it's it's the best. It's the best feeling. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So Reno Life is killing you. (laughs) Is Artist Life killing you? (laughs) No, neither one are killing me. Um... In fact, you're an artist in so many different facets too. Like even your tiling that you've been doing, that's stunning as well as like a writer. That's going to look, yeah, that's good. I think the tiles are going to look awesome. Yeah. I'm a creative person. It does like, I'm not the best at anything that I do, but, uh, I'm the best I'm at my best when I'm doing creative things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like making soap, you know, that it sounds really good. Yeah. 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 Amazing. I heard this thing. My friend actually said this the other day. She's like, I'm talking less. I'm bragging more. I'm trying to brag more about being balanced instead of being yeah. busy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. And I've been like trying to incorporate that into like everything. You got to pay attention to your root chakra, man. Yeah. Make sure that you're grounded. <laughs> There's Andre. <laughs> <laughs> He's not weird. What are you talking about? <laughs> Love it. Oh, Love she, it. Lucas wants his hat for his nude photos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his nude photos. Are they nude, nude photos. photos now? You can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys finished? Yeah. yeah. That was great. Thanks, Thank please. You, Lisa. Thanks, guys. Amazing.